Alternative Radio. This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. Welcome to Witness More with Matthew and Jonathan. Prepare for a voyage into the unexplained and get ready to witness more. So today, I think we need to take a, uh, a moment of silence. A moment of silence. We can take a moment of silence or a deep dive. One of the two. I'm not sure which one that which is better. Uh, into one of the weirdest stories that I've come across in modern day aviation, and that's MH370. Are you familiar with the MH370 incident? Yes. Because I'm alive, I think everybody's familiar <laughs> with it. So, I mean, if, if anyone's not familiar with it, you can recap it, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. No. Well, to recap it, it's simply, um, what was it, March of 2014, a flight from Kuala Lumpur on Malaysian Airlines heading to Shanghai, China, disappeared. Yeah. It disappeared. It literally vanished off the face of the earth. And, you know, my opinion on what happened has changed dramatically over the past five years, 14, yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. March will be six years in March, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the past six years, uh, you know, is, is a guy that wants to believe um, to take a, to take a saying from a poster in the X-Files I want to believe I was, I was hoping this would have been an alien abduction. I was hoping it would have been something really, really paranormal. Um, Cause if you think about it in today's, in today's day and age, commercial airliners don't just disappear. There's so much technology built into these things to have constant communications with air traffic controllers, with satellites, with, with Boeing, with, other planes in the sky that it shouldn't just disappear, but it did. And I've got some thoughts on what happened. I'm sure you have some thoughts on what happened. I do. Yeah. I'd be curious to kind of think from a, from a top of the trees level, you know, what, what do you, you know, what do what do you think? So before we talk about this, let me ask you ballpark without really giving anything away right now. What do you think it was? What do I think it was? I think it was, um, I think it was a suicide. Oh, okay. That's one of the, uh, I took some notes to prepare for this and that's one of the, uh, things I was checking out. Uh I think, and we'll talk about it again, but I think it was corporate espionage. Corporate espionage? Yeah. You may think that too in about 30 minutes. Okay. That's interesting. I'd be, I'd be curious. I, all right. Yeah. Now let's, let's break this open. I'd be curious to, I'd be curious to, to, to get into this. Okay. Now 
to support your claim. Mm-hmm. Or, well, claim's the wrong word, but... Theory? Yeah. Um, his wife left him, the pilot. He didn't have money problems. Uh, he had, I think he had two houses. Yes. But his wife had just left him, and she found out that he was sleeping with Stewardess? Stewardesses. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's very common. Yes. Commercial aviation. Um, you marry a pilot, you, you know, he's going to bang a circus every once in a while. You marry a rock star, he's going to. John Wood. Well, I'm not saying everybody does oh, it, okay. but yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not a prerequisite for the job. Uh, it's not part of the interview process. If it, it was. was oh, I'd yeah, we both have different <laughs> occupations. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, yeah, no, it, um, no, it, it was very common. Um, it's common. I shouldn't say very common, but it, it happens, right? So to make it a suicide, have you seen the flight path? Yes. It's like the number seven with the number six attached to it. It's all over the place. Right. And there's no rhyme or reason why the path would take that uh, shape. You know, if they're going from one city to another. Right. It was a clear day. No right. weather, anything like that. Right. I feel that an experienced pilot would know. How to fly places to dodge radar if you wanted to get lost. Yeah, that's why the flight path took that took that shape. So he wouldn't be on radar. So the first turn. So the first turn maintained. So yeah, it's the first turn. In my opinion, is key. Okay. Um. He also his appointment book. His day planner? <laughs> yes. Had nothing after that flight. Nothing penciled in, nothing written in, where everything before he had appointments, dentist, right. doctor's appointments, stuff like that. Okay. So I, I too Thank believe you for that. Can you prove my point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I too <laughs> think that there uh, is some element uh, of suicide in there. Yes. So. Do you want me to continue to... Do you know more reasons why it could be a suicide? I think that kind of sells it. No, I mean, that's what... Yeah, that's... Yeah, so that's that's what happened. I mean, the guy, you know, put on a pretty good face of being being happy. But no, I think behind the scenes, he had a lot of issues going on. And yeah, just decided... I mean, I think it. I think it, it, it's completely bullshit that he took 236 people with him. But I think that's what happened. Also, when people on mental health drugs mm-hmm. often get homicidal and suicidal, every right. mass shooting, the person who you know was responsible was on some kind of like antidepressant or, or sure. something like that. Yeah, I mean, so that I could it doesn't make it right. I, no, it doesn't make it right, but that could support why he killed two hundred and thirty people along with himself. Yeah. It's yes. Um, yeah, so so I think the people I think people out there just say, well, yeah, there's 236 people on that plane. Someone's going to know something. Someone's going to try and stop them. Um, no, that that's why I said that first turn I think was key. But why? And we'll never know the answer to this. But why make all of those maneuvers? I mean, some of them were zigzags, right? To dodge, to dodge radar. Now, don't forget if if you and he practiced that he practiced that path. 
before. Yeah. It was in a flight simulator at home. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one of the, so the path. So if you look at, if you look at, because a flight simulator program that he had, I think it might've been just Microsoft flight simulator. He did a lot of, he did a lot of stuff on that program. And as the investigators went back and looked at like kind of what he was doing, he goes, that flight path was in the flight simulator days before that flight. So that's what he knew. So that first, so when he, so when he, so when he sold, when he told, and I think it was um, Coelho and Poor before they handed him off to the next flight tower, which I don't think it was Shanghai. I think there was one in between, maybe somewhere in Indonesia. Uh, he said good night, which was, which is uncommon, right? So then right after that, the plane at a very high altitude takes a very steep turn. What I read was that turn would have at that altitude would have caused anybody who wasn't in the cockpit to pass out and eventually pass away very peacefully hmm. from just the G force, the oxygen mass would have dropped down, uh-huh. but there wouldn't have been enough oxygen for them to support it. Now the pilots have a different oxygen mass, which has longer lasting and it stayed at that high altitude as well. So the, so the pilot would have more oxygen than passengers. He knew that. So he basically, puts him to sleep with lack of oxygen, they pass away. And then he, then he dives down to get underneath the radar and takes all those zigzag turns. And eventually just, I don't know what he does. waits for the sun to rise and <clears throat> goes on. I mean, why go through all of that trouble? Why not just take off and crash the fucking plane? At least that way, 236 families could have someone to bury and know what happens. That's what I, when I said it, we'll never know the answer. Right. That, yeah, you never know the answer. But yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's why, that's really what I think happened. Was he, he planned it. He said, okay, this flight, I'm going to do this. I've already practiced the flight path. I already know where and when the transponders, he shut everything down at that high altitude and lost all communications. You know, the only reason why we know where some of these things, you know, the only reason I know where this plane kind of sort of went was, there was a satellite uplink that, that, that gave it, um, is a satellite uplink that gave it some approximations of where it was. It was a satellite that was housed out of London, uh, for, I think maybe cell phone communications or something, but it kind of knew sort of where the plane was. That's why we know where that end of that flight path was. But yeah, I think he, I think he put it on autopilot, and I think it, it it just yeah disintegrated at a, just a horrible last minute, you know. And and like I said, I I really wanted it to be something fun. I wanted it to be something, hey, you know, this this plane, yeah, it shows up in Russia someplace or something weird like that. I wanted it to be more paranormal. But uh, yeah, once they started finding pieces of the plane rolling up on shores and and the reunion islands and you know, Mozambique and places like that, then you kind of know, all right, yeah, this thing just disintegrated at some point. Hopefully one day, and I don't think we ever will, hopefully one day they find the black box. Maybe. So, yeah, so, so that's what I think happened. Well, I think you, it goes you, a little... You think, it was, you think it was uh, Airbus getting it going? No, we'll talk okay. about it in a minute. I just want to rule out terrorists. 
There's no, no terrorist group ever claimed responsibility, and they love doing that shit. Absolutely. Now, I read this, and I don't really understand how it's relevant. Two passengers boarded that flight with stolen passports. Why would people want to do that? Could that just be random, like they wanted to go to China and just a you know coincidence? They could have been on a do not fly list. They could have been criminals. Criminals. They could have. So that's not really relevant. Been running from the next spouse. Oh, you know, I mean, it could have been a lot of things. Okay. Um, we'll never, we'll never know. But yeah, I don't. I would, I would venture to say that people traveling on stolen passports is probably a little more common than we think. Okay. No. Happens in the born identity all the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you hear about the guy in Diego Garcia? Is that a gentleman's name or is that a place? It's a place. Okay. It's a little naval base somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Um, for example, people who do military, U.S.? Yeah. We own it? Yeah. Okay. Um, people who are stationed there automatically get their pick to work anywhere in the world for the next four years because it's miserable. There's nothing going on there. It's only a, a U.S. Navy base. Tiny island. Okay. Anyways, well, first, there have been loved ones that have claimed they got texts from passengers on the plane. Yeah. Um, Claims. We don't know if it's true. I just I read that. And then there's this guy in Diego Garcia who took a selfie of himself and sent it to his family. He was an IBM engineer that was on that flight. I was hoping that you had read about that because that's all I got. Nothing really came of that story. I just... So was this selfie after the disappearance? He was, yes, it was three days later. That coupled with texts from the loved ones, I don't think cell phones randomly text people. Well, dads does. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, uh, yeah. Um, no. So, and if it was part of a much bigger plan, right. I'm, I'm on you. <laughs> I'm on you. I'm with you on the uh, suicide, right? but I think there's much more to it. And you can prepare a suicide if someone, you know, say a corporation wants to create espionage. Okay. And uh, I think they perform espionage. I don't know if they create it. It's not a... It can be both. It's not a commodity. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, that... uh, that selfie that the engineer sent, he was in a prison cell. And that could just be because that's a naval base and they didn't have anywhere to keep him. Right. Uh, but he was on the manifest. No, I didn't, I didn't hear about that at all. Um, that's interesting. But you would think that that would, you think that would be more known out there. Yeah. Not if people higher than the mass media want to cover it up. Yeah, but even 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 someone else picking it up, you know, some random. I mean, yeah, that's that's how I found thing. it. It's right. out there. Right. Well, no, that's no, that's not something I. That's not something that I've 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 not 
heard of that. Um, but so I, I want to hear more about corporate investment. Okay. I really do. Do you know who the Carlisle group is? Carlisle? Yeah. They own like pipelines. Okay. And they are evil. They're like Monsanto, Monsanto? of everything else. Okay. <laughs> Philip Morris? No, I, I, they're just, if you look, they're involved in a lot of shit all over the world. If you just look up on another time, of course, Carlisle Group, you'll see a bunch of shit. Okay. Anyways, they do a lot of defense, uh, like military defense stuff. And semiconductors. So there's this company called Freelance. It's a company that does semiconductors. Okay. And the Carlisle Group bought 20% of Freelance. The other 80% was owned by four engineers in the company. And also, just to put this on scale, Mm -hmm. the 20% Carlisle bought was $17.6 billion. So um, those four engineers were on MH370. And when they passed away, the patents got pushed off to the Carlisle group because they own the other 20%. So that's like a $75 billion win for the Carlisle group by somehow being involved in that plane disappearing. Okay. So how did they pull it off? They got, they paid off the um, pilot. All right. So just pilot play, planned it out, pulled it off. Just play devil's advocate. Hey, pilot, mm-hmm. here's 10 million bucks. Oh, you need to great. make this thing go away and then he dies. Yeah, I can he do has, that. He has no kids, he has nothing. I mean, you know he has no kids? What, just because you didn't read about it in express.co.uk or wherever you did your research? <laughs> no, it was BuzzFeed. <laughs> Maybe he felt terrible about cheating on his wife and he gave her $10 million. You don't, you don't think that someone would say something? I'm not saying $10 million was the number, but... So, okay, so hang on. Let's back this up a second. So the four engineers worked for Freelance. Freelance. Who owned the patent? Let's just say there's five patents. Carlisle owned one of them. The four engineers each had one each. Okay. So those four engineers die. Carlisle gets all five patents. Yeah. To make a semiconductor. Yes. Okay. Which semiconductor? The best one. (laughs) Well, no. I mean, if we're going to follow the money, we got to follow the money. You know what I mean? So... Do we know that they've profited off of the semiconductor since then? I'm guessing if a patent is $17 billion, there's going to be some profit involved. Right. Maybe maybe it's used in defense artillery, something okay. like that. Huh. <clears throat> I, can see, I can see you're getting sold on the uh, corporate espionage. Well, I like that a lot better because I've always wanted this to be... I've always wanted this it to be... It does go a little story. deeper. Yeah. I think... If you want it to be unexp- or paranormal in a sense, having those people 
or at least one person three days later turn up in a prison cell. Will you look up really quick where Diego de Garcia is? Yeah. Let's do that. So, but you just got a bunch of Mexican artists. Apparently it's a restaurant down the street. Yeah. It's an island in the, it's in the middle of Indian Ocean. It's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. It's in the middle of nowhere. It really is. Is it in the general area? Well, I'm sure it's closer to the plane where the plane disappeared than Mozambique. It is. No, it's there. It's right. Yeah, it's like on the way. Yeah, it's Mozambique is right here. Right. So it's. So there was a survivor. There could have been. It could have been all fake, you know. Right. People trying to get famous off fake pictures like that doesn't happen. Because this is in the middle of the Indian Ocean. I thought you said Pacific Ocean. I did say that. Yeah. I thought it was by Guam. No, there is a. Because there is an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that's a U.S. military base that I think is decommissioned. Are you thinking of Guam? No, I'm thinking of Guam. Are you thinking thinking of Hawaii? (laughs) No, it's not. That was a decommission. That was destroyed by the Japanese in 1945. Um, I'm still mad about that. (laughs) No, where it's, it's past Hawaii. Well, does it matter? Is it relevant to this right now? No, it's not. That's what I thought you were talking about. So, so Diego Garcia. Let's see if we can. Uh, let's just let's just look that up really quick. MH370. Diego, oh, you want to see the picture? Diego Garcia selfie. Yeah. Unofficial Malaysian Airlines. Well, so the first thing I pulled up is debunked. That's the first thing that came open. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean that it really is. Yeah, and this is in a threaded discussion. Just someone's uh, the guy's name was Philip Wood. Really, Philip Wood? Yeah, yeah, that sounds fake. <coughs> now, a lot of people are saying that it landed at Diego Garcia and then took off again. Um. The way this guy debunks it, so to speak, is say he says that it was posted to 4chan instead of being a text to a family member. Maybe he, maybe his girlfriend was mad at him because he was flying on a stolen passport. So no, I don't see any. It's the stories out there, but it's debunked. Well. If there's any truth to it, that's going to be impossible to find. That's like finding the black box in this freaking aircraft. Well, I mean, it's it's 6,000 feet on the ocean floor, probably. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. So this guy that I went to grade school with is one of those geniuses. He uh, graduated with his bachelor's degree at the same time that he graduated high school. He had a master's by the age of 20. He went on, got a doctoral degree in physics at the age of like 25. He's a professor at MIT right now. Doogie Hauser? Yeah, his name was. Anyways, he was somehow recruited to help look for MH370 debris. Really? 
because he does a lot of stuff with radars. And he, I, th- if you look up, there's you can see him on the news because they do an interview with him. He talks about how it's really hard to find stuff in the ocean uh, because of the way the sun reflects off of the, you know, the ocean. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. He said it's impossible to see, so they have to use radar, but radar can only go so deep. So I thought that was interesting. Essentially, people don't think it's it will ever be found. No, it's well. I think most of what we're going to find, we've already found. We've already found. Yeah. Unfortunately. Plus, everyone knows that steel dissolves in salt water at a really quick rate. Right. Well, but I mean, then you would think, though, you would think that, and that's probably why they have debris. Is it would eventually, if it starts disintegrating, it eventually start floating on the surface. I was joking about that because, yeah, it's well, rough the, on it, but yeah, the Titanic. In hundreds of years, you can still find a skeleton of, of a plane down there. Well, no, because the Titanic is almost gone. They're thinking the next well, but that was well, thirty years ago. Yeah, and I think steel that, that they use to make aircrafts is a little different than. I don't think it's still. I think it's yeah, it feels heavy. Yeah, that's true. The metal, uh, I don't think that MH370 is dissolved. No. I don't no, think it will. I, really no. I think I think it hit. I think it hit. I think it broke up before. It just disintegrated into just millions of pieces on the way down. Maybe. But I don't know. But I like the corporate espionage theory. I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. We'll have to have a follow-up. Yeah, I think it's a combination of that and suicide. Right. Huh. Wow. All right. Yeah? Yeah. Good podcast? I'm on board. I like it. I like it. I think think next week, are we doing Dilatov? Dilatov? God damn it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Did you like see it phonetically spelled out? Dialov. Dialov Pads. Dialov. That was the guy's last name. How do you know how do you know it's not Dilatov? I don't know, because that's just not how it works in Russian. Oh, I, I didn't realize <laughs> that you were bilingual too. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Dialov. Anyways, do some more research on that. I don't want to put up a whole bunch of points that uh And Dialov? Dilatov? You know, Dilatov sounds like uh, like a cold remedy. <laughs> it's, I don't know, do you want me to find it phonetically for you? No, we can do it next week. All right. I think MH370, like you said, I wanted it to be, show up in Antarctica or, you know, just something crazy. There's too much evidence to support otherwise. Yeah, no. Now that they found pieces of the plane, it's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's and that was a and that was a that was a kicker for me. I was like, okay, until you find a piece of the plane, this thing is still out there. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's someplace. Now it's the pieces they found, did they actually link it to MH370, like based on serial numbers? Serial numbers yeah. And this will be my struggle. Aerialon. Aerialon. Aerialon, you know the flap in the back of the wing that like extends out and goes up or down to give it lift. Yeah, whatever that's called. Aerialon, Aerialon. I'm probably asking the wrong person. 
It's a flap. <laughs> okay. It's so whatever that is, but there's a name for it. One of those has like do not step or don't step or no step or whatever stenciled on it. And there's a steel number on the back of that with those linked to that plane. Once, once I, once I Who linked it. That. Boeing. So some guy found it. So the guy that found it, um, he probably posted it to Reddit. What is this thing? <laughs> he put it, he put it on an offer up. He wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> no, the guy that found it was, is like a, um, He's actually a pretty interesting guy. He's almost like a like a modern day Indiana Jones. He's like this independently wealthy dude that just has a mission to visit every single country in the course of his lifetime. And once he found out that this thing went down, um, he waited a little bit of time and said, "All right, by now some stuff should be rolling up on shore someplace." So he went to these different countries. He was the one that found, I think, in the Union Islands, uh, and just went looking for the debris, and then he turned it into the Australian government weren't they in charge of the recovery project at one point? Yeah. And they're the ones that through Boeing said this belongs to that plane. So of everything that we spoke about, I want to learn more about this guy that found the piece. Okay. What do you want to know about him? So, so for part two, we'll talk about. <laughs> no. I'll take the corporate espionage, and you'll take the Indiana Jones guy. Just that is very interesting to me. Yeah, he's just just some. Yeah, he found that, and then he went to another country and found another piece of it. So it's a little peculiar that the same guy finds two pieces. No, because there's other people that found other pieces too. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how many. I thought only three found. pieces were found altogether. Quite a bit. Okay. I think they found part of the engine. Oh, it was a Rolls Royce engine. Okay. And I think they found something that linked the engine to it. They found that Aerialon. They found something else. But I want to say, I'll use the word significant for lack of a better word. Debris has been found to say, okay, this thing definitely broke up and crashed somewhere. Right. It's not. All right. It's not. It didn't Solved. land someplace. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but we just don't know. You know, we'll never know the whys behind it. Um, but yeah, but I got, I got to, <clears throat> I got to find this corporate espionage theory. Okay, so, and I didn't want to tell you this, but well, that's the whole point of this thing. Yeah, I know, but I, I really want to win this one. Um, well, there's, there's not a winner or loser in this thing, is there? Are we keeping score? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I did see one article that said none of those four engineers were on the plane. Oh, really? Yeah. However, it uh, I didn't bring it up because what I saw wasn't credible enough for me to, you know, so you think it could pass that on disinformation by. Um, not Monsanto. No, Carlisle. Carlisle. Maybe. Saying, hey, these guys were on the plane. We have nothing to do with this. I don't remember. I, I looked it up a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was. But if you're going to look it further into that, yeah. if that's the first article you see, um, well, look into it. Okay, I'll look into it. Let me know. It. All right. Okay. Well, All hopefully right. everyone who's listening feels like they've witnessed more about this, oh, appearance, of, this appearance of MH370.
So, all right. So next week is the argument of whether or not you pronounce it Dyatlov or Dialtov or Sudafed. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's that's an interesting story too. That's fun. I'll have to read a little bit more about it before next week. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, that's um, yeah, I can't wait to get into that one. So yeah, that's, we'll have uh, Mikhail Gorbachev as a special guest to uh, determine the actual pronunciation. And we'll ask him what that red spot in his head is. All right. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.